0: Welcome to the Polarized Podcast. My name is James. This is a podcast about polarizing movies. These are the types of movies that have different reviews from different people. Those people being the audience and the critics, and they disagree on these movies on Rotten Tomatoes. There's there's these two scores that are usually very different, always very different. In our case here at Polarized Podcast. Uh welcome to the Polarized Kingdom. Hello, hello. Uh we are happy to be back. We had a little bit of tiny tiny bit of, of a break there. Um uh-huh. we're just so excited to be here. Uh the movie today will be Class Act from 1992. It has a 17% critics score. It has a 73% audience score. They uh do not agree on this Comedy from 1992 that I uh, did not really even know about until my uh, my co host over here told me about it, mm-hmm. and I know uh, you're just dying to meet him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know you're just you're just wondering what's behind the the uh, old mystery co-host door there. Well, big surprise, he's back yet again. The great Brandini, once again. Hey. All you polar bears out there, what? Hey, 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 hey. What what, what does we a polar are. bear? What does a polar bear sound like?
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, well, like
2: no, it was yours. <laughs> oh it's kind of like I don't know, I feel like they're in peril. That one was in peril. I don't know. they probably go like <laughs> no, could, I've seen
0: enough planet Earth. That seems like either a mating call or a cry for like, help. Where cry for help? <laughs> I'm sorry, you say cry for help, which is trying to turn into something different. <laughs> Or like, where are my cubs? Where are my little polar bears?
2: It's funny how that's that uh, goes the same for me. You know, cry for help is also me. You know, a <laughs> uh, mating call. One <laughs> and the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, fascinating how, uh, yeah, nature imitates, uh, yeah, the human condition.
0: Yeah, that's just that's just how things uh, how things happen, and it, it's uh, it comes in in a variety of forms. And that just happens to be, uh, yeah. The call, the call uh, but that I, I occasionally make myself and I'm not <laughs> even a polar bear. That's why I was confused at first. I was like, Ooh, that sounds familiar.
2: I mean, hey, but yeah, I'm excited to be back. Um, I've been sick. That's why we took a little bit of a break. Um, Well, we can just briefly mention you were also on a trip out of the country as well. But yeah, like, yeah, uh, just hearing your intro got me uh, pumped to be back into the polar zone again.
0: I I and hope then, yeah. it, I hope it was okay. I, I don't know. I'm a little rusty. I think.
2: <laughs> hey, it's okay. You know what? It's just like, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, we haven't really nailed down a consistent formula true, for that. True, but it's like the overall like the feeling is still the same. And it got me excited to talk about this movie. It seems like because this movie is really funny and really yeah. I don't know. It's kind of yeah. It's it's. I just what I, we're talking about. I,
0: I try to tell you the name of the movie, the name of the podcast, oh, the name of yep. me perhaps the day it came out and then those rotten tomato scores but man having having like a a regular way of doing it every week would probably yeah make it easier for not only me but maybe the listeners but it kind of it's kind of fun to just
2: figure it out as we go (laughs) right i mean we end up getting to the same place so i mean anybody yeah. yeah Well, like we say at the end of it, like if you got, you know, you got fucking takes on and not liking that shit, then, you know, send it to our Gmail at polarized pod at Gmail. Yeah. Polarize the pod at Gmail. Yes. I got that right. Oh and, yeah. Uh,
0: let, let us know. Let, let us know. know. Uh, I mean the, the, the survey box, the, the set suggestion box is open. Uh, <laughs> whether we choose to follow it. Uh it's up to us. Fuck
2: yeah, it's totally up to us. Yeah. So <laughs> it, you know, don't don't feel entitled by, you know, oh man, if they don't change it, I'm I'm gonna be pissed. That's not how that works. <laughs> I think we're just this gonna more, it's, yeah.
0: it's just we've we'll do this long enough in my mind that we'll it'll just settle around a general sort of sort of uh vibe and and, and way to way to do it that that we'll figure mm. it out as as we've as we go along. But man, it feels yeah. like it feels good to be here. Yes, we're talking about Class Act, uh, a movie that, I, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard of until uh, we finished our Mighty Ducks episode, and then we did a coin toss between Class Act and Poetic Justice.
2: Yeah, uh, we're so- trying to stay in the 90s, you know, kind of... Uh- time period in a, in a port. Yeah. And we've been on somewhat of a streak, not like fully a streak, I guess we, I, I think obviously we've had like Gloria bell in the mix, but yeah, we've done a lot of early nineties movies and yeah, it's just been really, I don't know. It's been really enjoyable because it's not something both of us necessarily were aware of because we were both too young. Um, You know, obviously, this movie came out when we were two years old. We're not going to know about it. And then are we going to get told about it by the time that it's really for us? Probably not because it's, you know, so much time has elapsed and it's such a time capsule that there's obviously like newer and brighter, you know, like more. I don't want to say brighter in the sense of like a shiny object, like, Ooh, it's new or whatever. That's all. The only reason why we consume content is because it's, you know, we're all (laughs) knights of new, but yeah, like it's, it's so fascinating to know about the culture and about what's going on in the time that we were born and what, because obviously it like informs so much of trends that happened when we started getting into things that were trendy and yeah, it's, it's so fun to see these costumes uh, you know, how people are talking to each other, you know, and also this has some And movies like it typically have like, uh, cultural IPs that are really big at the time that are on display. Like, you know, some, you know, they'll mention something that's like, you know, a big movie or a big music act or some, you know, type of TV personality, things like that. And it's, yeah, it's been delightful to kind of get, get, refamiliarize ourselves with a genre right before us, really
0: yeah genre and like a, just like the context is just growing bigger and bigger and 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 mm-hmm. getting all like the different facets of different uh movie language and different types of movies and within genres as well and how those how those things have not only influenced movies but also influenced you and me as mm-hmm. not only movie watchers and goers but as people as well i mean we've talked about ace ventura too in this podcast and one of our 90s movies recently was Night at the roxbury and Mm -hmm. that was one thinking about watching where you know just we could we could just roll through all of our favorite bits and have a great time while i'm not familiar with this i could totally imagine somebody citing this as their version of that as well of of, for me that's Mm -hmm. kind of like at this time sure maybe something I saw later as well. night at the Roxbury, but still it hit me in a way that was like really funny and, and silly and stupid at the same time, but quotable. And you're looking for your voice and your way to be funny. And like, I don't know, that's always been a, a way in for me and a lot of situations and a fallback for mm-hmm. me, in a lot of social situations as well as, well, how can I make this be funny, be funny, yeah. and be more comfortable in that way. If I, if people are laughing, make people laugh, you know, then that's generally totally, a good thing and makes, yeah, it makes people <laughs> like myself more comfortable too and, and having a good time. And, and uh, I don't know. So you don't know how to really do that. So you're looking at people who are funny or movies and how they, how people behave in movies and a, there's a lot of slapstick in in this one, and I think that was.
2: Oh my goodness, yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know if that's really. Has it gone anywhere? Was it? I feel like it was a. It was kind of a trend around around this time, but that was one of the things I guess I could cite. Just uh mm-hmm. recently watching this one is a lot of that, and I don't know. Is there anything else that you're? I mean, you you mentioned the music. Music was a music pairing with. Movies at this time, I feel like we've done like, yeah, Armageddon Empire Records. And I think in those ones, we I had mentioned how big the soundtrack was in tandem with those movies, how big of a deal it was for that and for music artists being in movies. uh Yeah. Is that is that just a 90s thing or just maybe how it's presented as a pairing is is more prominent? Uh, that way, but I'm
2: not sure um i mean yeah for sure because like it, but it's weird then to talk like obviously hip-hop is on display and i think that's something that uh, it needs to be s- said like is a thing working for it is it's bringing pretty uh, good like uh, it's crazy because there's not any real big hip-hop hits in this but it just has this driving hip-hop beats uh, like throughout most of the movie mm-hmm. which are awesome and there are some references I, there's like tribe called quest stuff um, and yeah, there's little hints of it. I mean, but so much of it is the hip hop culture as well. Like the way people are dressing, you know, the um, the cars, the chains, the some of this is some of the outfits in this just were so funny to me. Oh, Because yeah. it just yeah, it's what was cool then just looks so, so so silly now and obviously that's been happening for uh, you know forever and everybody can say that as they get older but man i guess as us getting older it's uh, yeah it cracks me up looking back on times like that and going like man that is so wild that people were dressing like that because it was so loud and so so many weird cuts where things were just really don't fit on people and i I guess it's the around
0: though too i don't know there's some stuff Mm -hmm. that was that was cool sorry but I was I interrupted. I was thinking of like the one sleeveless sweater that he had the hoodie that he had that was like sleeveless sleeveless. That was cool that uh, that oh, had. but then he had the bully, whatever his name wow, what's his name, his everything he was wearing was insane. Mm-hmm. Get, damn it. What's the bully's name? I, I forget. But he was just wearing a lot of like the tank tops and like the see through stuff and everything was really tight. But I cut you off there. I'm sorry about that. Where, where,
2: where were you going? No. um I mean, uh, talk about the, yeah, the, we got a wedge is the bully's name. Yeah. He cracked me up because he was such a like hard guy, you know, obviously he's the bully. So he comes off as being super tough, but he was just wearing the most flamboyant stuff that I, I have like almost, yeah, I, you rarely see ever. He had like neon pink, almost uh, sh- like, um, spaghetti string tank top that was a crop top, and he went to school, and his whole like stomach was hanging out yeah. and whatnot. I it, it blew me away. I, <laughs> I <know>. just <laughs> whoa, what a strong, strong style choice that is, and yeah like oh, there's a lot of the hair too because i mean we can talk about you know uh duncan uh duncan's hair and the it's a flat top but it's like a foot tall which is such a yeah uh crazy hair style that i don't think really existed yeah, it's like um, a racer head or something or like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like the only person yeah
0: i guess maybe it was huge at the time that's what they were that's clearly that's what it was
2: (laughs) oh my god he's just a big uh steven lynch right david lynch yeah david lynch sorry (laughs) um but it's like the house the house party
0: thing is such such an element that i don't understand do you have you are you familiar or do you know do you know house party
2: much i'm that. not really uh, yeah i'm not too familiar with it i yeah my my yeah my understanding of it is is it's more towards like the animal house type mm-hmm. um you know situation and style where it is m- like very like sex raunchy forward a lot of shenanigans where people are you know uh yeah i don't know like pulling pranks on each other or they're just getting into crazy situations a la like a, a super bad um most where yeah the, the, and it was yeah cold following like people you know it was in particular there was a you know obviously we had like animal house and um i'm trying to think of the tom hanks movie but like bachelor party i think it was what it's called something like that and all of that was uh, you know a white cast From and i think so- national lampoon stuff and I you know I think it was just pretty big and popular and some yeah and it was just obviously underserved demographic of like black culture having a movie like that and people really you know finding it, it found it yeah it just had an audience I was like yeah I want to see people like me in a movie where it's like yeah about uh, kids throwing a party when their parents are out of town and getting into the same shit with girls and like yeah so yeah just the calm conflict with the the jocks and the and the yeah all of those social dynamics coming out um to play and yeah but not like terribly familiar i, I definitely saw the eraser head like flat top <laughs> before our yeah. ki- kid uh in just like kind of the culture and in the public i remember seeing that a little bit um especially too because like this was around the time of fresh Prince, so there was a i feel like there was some definitely with people in it because like uh, K- uh karen Parsons, uh who is uh blade's love interest oh, is the sister yes. of oh. of will smith and fresh prince oh my god okay so there there's crossover there and you know what was crazy was dougie doug in this uh the sonka from and he just cool plays the
1: yeah
2: enormous cool running guy. and uh yeah oh man seeing him and then uh I kind of wanted to wait a little bit but I can is just I was blown away when Paulie Shore popped into this movie. I had no idea that was going to happen. I didn't look at like the cast list or anything going into it. Kind of went into a pretty cool just like, "Oh, I'm going to, you know, I don't what do I need to know about this? It's like it's going to be just like a romp, right?" And uh man, him popping up, I was like, "Whoa, holy shit." I had
0: no idea either. I'm not even sure <laughs> yeah, if they they I mean they didn't advertise it or anything. No. We just watched the trailer as well. Um, but I mean, if we are gonna talk about him, when this is this kind of tail end of Paul Shore? I, I'm not sure. He really looks like he's he's just he's just the weasel. He's wearing like his son-in-law. Oh, outfit. this is just
2: getting started.
0: But is it okay? He looks high as shit. And I'm not oh sure my he looks like goodness. actually drunk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like during the shoot. And I cannot speak to that directly and i am just speculating <laughs> uh-huh. uh this is but educated guess or whatever i don't know so As a, do whatever, who's been drunk his, before his eyes <laughs> yes oh i've done my research good sir i yes. have done my
2: research. <laughs> you, you might say you're an expert maybe i don't know no, you know okay, you <laughs> okay, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> oh, i'm not saying you drink a lot but you've been drunk many times before okay. that i could say the same for myself yeah okay pump the brakes pump the brakes <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to insinuate <laughs> james is just boozing all the time <laughs> he's drunk right That's now It's like yeah, i, here. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> could uh, call a spade <laughs> to spade oh man yeah but like he, this is he really just, yeah. he looks a little
0: puffy he looks like bloodshot i don't know maybe he's just like been ra right, he had like an la party or the night before or something but even oh, like when he was on the stage at the end uh during the another very 90s Like late eighties thing is anti drug kind of dare shit is how the we'll get into that. But oh yeah, he's dancing around and everything, and it seemed like they didn't really have many shots to work with because I feel like I don't know they might have shown him a little bit more, but there were like these just very like shadowy shots of him barely dancing for a second, and then I I just get the feeling that some of his stuff was just not able to be put in.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. This is all pure speculation, but he just looked kind of
0: like. Really fucked up that day that he was uh he was filming, but
2: I but you know what it's not that that almost i could see the rationale because like the house party movies are much more like drinking sex like raunchiness so you would assume that and i i would probably also assume that people why people might have like not liked this movie but liked house party is because it has such a very pg even though it's pg-13 because it's got because it talks about like When it talks about sex or when it gets into sex, it's like it's such it's very like uh, noticeable because everything else is so vanilla. And when that happens, you're like, whoa, oh, my God. She's like super horny, (laughs) super horny. This movie is insanely horny. But it like it can't find a good balance of being like horny in like a Disney channel, like uh, almost like a Fresh Prince, like a daytime, you know, kind of uh, uh, a television sense. And then being like a National Lampoon's uh, going, you know, being like a new. Yes, it's it's horny in a very weird way, I guess.
0: Directly from. I mean, it jumps right into the movie, but when we are on the subject of horniness, it comes straight from the adults and the teachers first. Oh, yeah. That's like the first place you feel it is like the assistant gets sexually assaulted by a student by getting her ass pinched. And then she's like, oh, you kids. And then she immediately goes into the office and starts looking at the file of our two main characters and just
2: like ogling their, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like wants to get a piece yeah. of that blade ass and yeah. just was like, no, yeah, no qualms or like no subtlety whatsoever. She's just like, oh that that blade, oh so hot. I need to give me some of that. Yeah, um, and then kid gets thrown
0: by blade through the door into the principal's office into her bosom. Throwing their pam their files into the air and mixing them up. Oh, all of this is being right told through the like the narration from the beginning of him. You know he's in jail. This is all yeah. Prince, so just Prince, to start, Prince and the yeah. Popper, like that's what this this movie mm-hmm. is essentially is. And you know, different side of the tracks. They get their files mixed up and they get their identities switched. Yeah,
2: and just uh, some table setting, if anybody hasn't seen it, it is is that this is all done in a, yeah, a very... I don't know like we're starting from the end and working our way to that point so we get an explanation from uh from Duncan Penderhughes he is in jail and he is communicating to the guard how he got there and why it's not his fault that he's there and that leads him into like starting from the very beginning almost of describing who they are like he is a really uh studious uh intelligent kid and Blade is a like a ruffian grew up on the wrong side uh, like the wrong side of the tracks type uh person and uh yeah and They're then we should all these parallels
0: of like mm-hmm. I was studying this w- with my big ridiculously sized book and he was looking at playboys and Ooh. I right. was looking in the telescope. He was looking through the keyhole, being a peeping tom, and <laughs> there's just like this constant parallel. A lot of his that were all
1: point. horny stuff, <laughs>
0: just a horny little stuff. Just so much horny like pissing in the yard and stuff. I, yeah, yeah. They they were doing that back and forth, and there's some fun like visual stuff in this movie, and like some intru- some like fun shots that they are comedic in how they're visually presented. I think in in some of that stuff, and I think there's a there is an energy to it right off the bat where you kind of could throw this on at a party you can kind of like feel like oh it just gets right into it you're going to get into some jokes like right off the bat there's Uh there's a lot of jokes to be had Yeah. yeah
2: yeah i i didn't mind the visuals speaking of which i didn't yeah. mind the visuals of this movie it was kind of surprising because i think this movie could have come off as more of a like a, a tv uh level production or, or visual and it actually had moments where it was pretty thematic and yeah. uh, you know it, it didn't take obviously enough choice like of those choices it, it was very utilitarian yeah. of we're gonna we need to get from point a to point b and doing it economically actually totally. would be a better- a like they subscriber. had the time and
0: money for like everything. Right. There was like some really like creative days, like you know the the shot that was on top of a football that was like flying at his face uh, and stuff. I was like, wow, <laughs> they really got that shot like unlocked. That was like a fun little thing to to show. Maybe it's easier than like done than how it, how it looks or or something. But yeah, there's there's some fun stuff and a lot of the flipping flashbacks or like going back and forth. Uh, between things and, and quick and and fast edits with music. There's an open Mm -hmm. song as well. That's pretty great. Yeah. Um, and just like, yeah, aggressively nineties, all the aesthetic and style of the music and
2: everything. um, yeah no real big hook though there wasn't like Mm. the song was cool just like like it might just the vocal like the classic whatever yeah mm -hmm, yeah and just yeah pretty doesn't it didn't have a good hook it's not Mm. yeah it it had all it, it sounded like it you know like it should but it just yeah it wasn't obviously they didn't get like some which it's so interesting that they didn't uh, get a somewhat well-known artist to do that. Maybe that person was, but it just didn't seem like it. It seemed more like a, like a studio musician. So type that wasn't thing like where, a
0: kid and play song or something that they like did. I not I don't know. I don't, like, I guess. Yeah. I'm not as familiar with their music and yeah, I didn't really hear them represented as much like in <laughs> that song, but like, yeah, I was thinking about nineties hip hop in general. Like I feel like, it was catering so much to the vocals and presenting the vocals in in more of a clean way. So you could get the message mm-hmm. of what's being heard. Um, oh, mm. I mean more so than, yeah, I think of like more like future productions and, and stuff like that. And, um, like fu- mu- fu- like future music and, and shit like that, where it's a little bit more like the mumbly kind of, kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and like, especially like with, how the movie here is presented is it actually does get exposition across in some of the songs, especially the last one. Um but there's like a yeah, almost like a music video quality to some of the cinematography as well that makes it, mm-hmm. makes it fun. Sure. So so inspired by the music. Uh but you were mm. yeah, use the word economical as well. I totally see that. Where not only with with some of that stuff, but some of these. Places they're shooting like really look like sets, uh, and like whatever you're filming in that high school or what, whatever that is or whatever high school says, just like some of the standardized high school, the streets, and then like one of the funniest where I I I laughed a lot because I I really liked, I thought Blade is a I think Blade Christopher Martin is a is a really great actor, and Duncan Duncan was solid, but I, anyways Blade did this thing where he's like he walks up to the uh, with his i mean i guess the sister from fresh prince and mm-hmm. um they walk he walks up he's like this must be one of those garbanzos <laughs> you know, <it's> a gazebo. <laughs> that was my favorite and then, uh, but yeah that that whole garbanzo was lit just like Really terribly, like it, <laughs> it just, it just, it just looks like so so bad. Like it was not outside; it was on a set. Like the lighting was coming out of these, the sun was behind them, but then there was a there was like a light directly on her face in front that was like supposed to be natural light. It was very very much like a set, and it looked like it was about to fall over or something like that. There was just, <laughs> just stuff like that where it, it's yeah, it's not necessary when you're in in a lot of comedies to. Um, have everything be super done up, but a lot of this did feel, you know, just kind of yeah, o- overacted a bit. Like as for as yeah, far comedies, for sure, as far as comedies and, and everything go, and things, a lot of things were like implying how people were feeling, um, and not not a not a lot of subtlety. I guess it's a comedy, you know, it's a, it's a '90s fun mm-hmm. comedy like you put on at a party or something. But uh, I guess that was some of the stuff were. Talking very macro, I guess, just about the feel of it that um, didn't hit me the best all the time. But then there were like other things, especially from from Blade, man. He was he's a really great actor. I I really like really enjoy him, too. I really
2: liked him. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's tough to like. Yeah, Duncan is, uh, what is it? Christopher Reed is very distracting because he's like, he's the slapstick physical humor. A lot of his uh, movements are very exaggerated. If he gets pushed over, he'll like almost fly away. You know, there's a lot of him falling down, him doing, you know, cartoonish double takes on stuff. And he also, yeah, just the way his face, too, just lends itself for that because he's got these kind of bulging eyes and he just, it was uh, you know very yeah frantic and uh wide-eyed about everything but yeah so just is a lo- that's all distracting but man yeah blade uh what a chris two, two chris's uh christopher yeah, Martin. Must have bonded over that <laughs>
0: yeah and i guess like this <laughs> i i saw one very small interview with christopher reed duncan who plays duncan and he was like, we were really attracted to the script because it was essentially the story of us. Because I was us. Mm-hmm. He said he was always the nerd and Christopher Martin Blade totally. was the uh, um, was the cool, cool guy, you know, or whatever. Just mm-hmm. more like what was represented in, in this. The moment.
2: hard guy, I think he said, right? is like he's more hard.
0: Yeah, right. I, and I could totally I could totally believe that. But with Duncan Penderhughes, the character. It was just yeah a lot of those things exaggerated very well put and like a lot of implying that i'm a nerd like hey look at how nerdy i am boo, boo, boo. like just a lot of a lot of like stereotypical sort of like overacting like look at how nerdy i am it's like we believe you like yeah a lot of like, sure. you know but it's it's it was never it was never bad it was it was it was like all fitting within like the movie, everything else that was going on in the movie, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think like Blade kind of, kind of rose above it in a, in a, in a very subtle way. Like you would, you would do some things where you'd be like rubbing his hands a bit in a lot of scenes, but uh-huh. that was just a movie. I don't know. That's just how, that's just how people. Talk. Yeah. I don't know that, that was, it was distracting to me sometimes, but it was like, I, I get it as well. Uh, mm. But it, anyways, yeah, I think it was just that Chris Duncan being such a, I'm playing a nerd. And and Blade just seemed very comfortable and charismatic, um, and just cool man. He's he's he just seemed very 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 cool with uh being on a on a movie set.
2: Yeah, I I, I guess I'd bring up now because I this is I I think I do really enjoy this movie because of this particular reason uh it it's heart it's not a cruel movie it doesn't have a lot of biting nasty commentary about whether like yeah there some people are portrayed as being an idiot but not it's just the right people it's not I don't know. There's not a whole lot of making fun of people that in a way that seems spiteful or mean. And I, yeah, it just has this good, yeah, this good manner nature to it that makes made this movie enjoyable. Like I don't, you know, I came out of it being like, oh, I guess why I thought thought of this too of after what you said is that the relationship that we end up seeing with Duncan and with Blade, it could have been where blade was more mean to Duncan and it was, it was always really enjoyable and surprising how he does help him overcome these things. And that, and, and that relationship there, they do work really well together and they they weren't at odds really. And when they, they were, it was very, lockstep.
0: very brief, like at the, yeah, like uh, it came up here and there, but then it was, yeah, it always resulted back to like, I need you to you know, help me with my project or I need you to, um, uh, it helped me dance, and near the end, when the I was worried about how big that fallout was going to be when information was <laughs> revealed and everything, and it just made it. I don't know. You know what's going to happen. You know people are going to be upset, and the way they took care of it very quickly, I kind of appreciated it as well because you can kind of expect where a lot of this movie is going, and so when you already do, then it's about it's about it's about the funny yeah. stuff it's about the like the trimmings around it and the characters and how they express themselves <laughs> and everything um but i know we i will get to it later but i there's one thing I did not expect. And
2: that was the wax <laughs> museum. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh, my it was just this like t- <laughs> tacky sticker. No, no, no. Let's see that. Okay. So we back, back to where, to where we're
0: at. at? That montage. Like they, they mix up the files. I, I was looking at my notes so She like grabs a picture and is like, Ooh, jailbait and like rubs it on her, on her boobs. Um, that's, it's just a lot of horniness. Right off the bat. And then, uh, I think the principal says at one point or someone says you are in deep doo-doo is one mm-hmm. of the lines I, that says here. And someone else says, I don't give a hoot nanny. Because
2: um, it, it goes. So the mix up happens. Do they go to a class first or do they then have, mm. for some reason they both have to meet with the principal because it, the movie I is know. really oh, poor yeah. in it's writing in a, in a couple spots where I, I was just like, Oh, like, you're not really going to get into this, or there's not a full explanation. It's just such a throwaway, like, this is how we got here, just by a sentence. There's not a lot of exposition. It's just like, oh, I guess you just have to understand that this they're not going to read things or look into things. They're just going to go with it. And this is where we're going. And it just is very simple and straightforward. Yeah. But I, so it, it explains in the beginning when, the, so Duncan like doesn't, he needs to go to this new school because he has to pass PE and the school is pass or fail on PE. So that's why he's there. And then blade just got out of jail or not jail. He was out of, um, oh. uh, like uh what is it, juvenile. Juvenile. Uh, vacationing
0: oh. with the brothers in his favorite summertime resort, is what the movie says.
2: <laughs> 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 that's how Duncan Fender says it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just so funny because it's yeah. <laughs> He's talking that's how you the, his, yeah, it says jail. Um <laughs> That is funny, but yeah, like I can't remember if he, he go if they go to separate classes where we got to just up outside of the school. The school's locked up, and I was
0: like, I want to get into school on the first day. Let me in! I want to get in first, man. And then they like let the oh, unlock the school. <laughs> <laughs> Wee!
2: We're in school!
0: Woohoo! Yeah!
2: And to the you. point where Duncan is like on the almost like riding a wave yeah. of people rushing <laughs> it into was like a the school. Scott concert. Dude, it was crazy! Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. People were getting trampled.
0: And then uh, someone pinches a secretary's ass, it's it's mayhem on the
2: first day of school.
1: School's oh, it! School
2: school's
1: it, yeah. <laughs> It's the first day, yeah.
2: So jacked everybody, yeah, to get into school. And that's isn't that how the mix up happens is because there's just so much commotion in the hallways that he like. They
0: like run into each other and like uninhibited blade just grabs him and throws him so hard. He goes through a door into the secretary's bosom and she full the, the papers get flown up, mixed up. And then there's two separate meetings. Yes. With the principal where. Their reputation is at so large in their own respective fields that, like, he is super smart and has a reputation for that. And the principal's like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're here. I'm I'm going to make an announcement on the school. (laughs) Thing just about you do you remember the announcement he makes about him later he's just like i just like to everyone know like to let everyone know that Duncan Penderhughes is here and he's gonna kick ass at that knowledge yeah. competition later and that is all I'll talk to you later bye <laughs> it's like that's, that was the old announcement oh, i thought that was hilarious
2: uh, I love too that the, it's the mention of the competition, which never really plays into the movie a whole lot until the end. I it just is like about <laughs> I forgot about it. <laughs> What's so crazy is the back half of this movie is just a bunch of things where I'm like. Oh shit, like that's what oh man. When when yeah, when was that mentioned? <laughs> there was, and uh, was just, and yeah, it, they
0: set up the wax yeah. museum, they set up the knowledge competition. I mean there's a car chase, but hey, whatever.
2: You just you don't you don't expect it because again and they're just these the like dealing. one throw throw throwaway lines because the whole wax museum like it it's just said, it's said by du- the girl that Duncan is interested in is like yeah I work at this wax museum you're like oh wow okay that's interesting you think
0: hey, he's hey. dropping her off and they like stop and she's like let's get out and you think like he's gonna come inside or something and she's like this is where I work. It's a wax uh-huh. museum.
2: A museum. Uh-huh.
0: I designed this. <laughs> She's like looking at a poster of like how the wax, like the, how the wax, did you de- make the wax people? Did you design the wax, did you design how they were standing? She's like, I designed it and it's just a picture. It's a poster of wax people. <laughs> I would like to think that like, she that the designs the figures. figures. Okay, let's go home now. <laughs> okay. And to the four, <laughs> to the four dudes that just hang outside and this one of which is like yeah i dated that high schooler at one time <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fuck? oh that's when she gets dropped off yeah at yeah. her house right because oh so that wax museum we'll talk about it later but yeah so like
0: yeah I, we will be we'll touching on it throughout the, we can do this one we'll sure. of about
2: that um, but yeah, the principal, uh, yeah, says on the announcement about Duncan and which Duncan hears in class. So that is when, so the they have the meeting with the principal and then they go into their respective classes and it is so hilarious how different the classes are in in, in the same school but it's like they're in two different schools (laughs) it's like oh, like uh, color desks (laughs) just everything about the room that Duncan is in is vastly different than the room or vice versa blade is in and Duncan is in this room that wing
0: of just advanced or whatever it says and doors open it's like it's like statues and clean and stuff
2: first first class of the day is uh latin that's a rough way to start the uh, day
0: very horny
2: rhea Perlman. (laughs) very it's like oh so inappropriate she is like uh, sexually assaulting sam i'm sorry uh duncan in class and it just is wild to see because that is such a incredibly antiquated and dated thing that a teacher like to have that in a movie where a teacher is yeah like touching him and then it, oh, everything about her performance is insane
0: <laughs> intense like intense that's why like
2: yeah so his reputation as a
0: smart guy is i mean because this is blade walking in but they think it's they think it's done duncan, duncan. But there, she's just like, oh my god! I've read everything that you've written. I mean, then the and the uh, girl, the Fresh prince sister, also says like, I read your paper about blah 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 blah. It's like how how is he just so high in the field of whatever is academics? In that like, teachers know him, and other students from other schools are like aware of him and, and everything. And she's just like that horny for him, but doesn't know what he looks like. Too.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like, it's, it's, it's almost like she's now. not really, uh, really attracted to him. It's a big, brain. like it's just this big brain. <laughs> he could have looked like a like a monster, like the Hunchback of Notre Dame. But man, it, she would have just been like, "You're so smart." i That is so funny to think about that she had no idea what he looked like. And I, yeah, there, there was an insinuation that just because of his record, that's why she was so attracted to him. Oh, that is hilarious to think about. But yeah, like, uh, so getting into the sc- so Latin. This is also where um, Blade meets who's playing Duncan meets uh Karen Parsons who's a total babe
0: are you talking total, about the fresh Fresh Prince? Bella yeah versus, oh, oh yeah I had a huge crush on her total with, babe from fresh prince yeah.
2: yeah absolutely um you know and she's everybody in the school knows of course which is it's it really is a fun time like i we can kind of clown on the fact that it's so stupid that everybody knows their record like that never happens ever to an to even like it's just funny to assume that like to put that even in a movie because that just never happens in real life it's
0: like everyone knowing james bond whatever i can get over it
2: (laughs) but it's it's kind of of fun though when everybody's like oh look at you know Oh, <laughs> Jesus.
0: oh yeah, cool. are like that. It's like us as the audience. Seeing uh, the James story, yeah. in real life, right. it's Like, oh shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is how we're supposed to react? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I was, uh, yeah, I wish. There, like, are there articles going going around out there about secret agents and how cool they are that we just like see one on in the street and be like, oh, hey, it's and <laughs> <that secret laughs> I read about in the <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, He's it's got that, his own Playboy high school student that scored really high on the test. <laughs> so look out, honey! <laughs> 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 oh that's blade that guy's hard as shit. he's got a cool
2: car <laughs> his car is wild yeah. what i don't know what the purpose of the back part of what's going on there at first i was like is that like a pickup truck with a cover on it and like, i didn't really think that that was that cool and then you find out that I like on hydraulics the back comes up and i yeah i'm not a car like a guy, guy and or something. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he and also too he's in high school but he has a car and that that explanation was really funny where he he just is like i need to have this because it's cool and so it doesn't matter that i have a license i'm gonna drive it anyways and he just like
0: uh yeah i don't know they, driving
2: like, without have to uh, switch oh,
0: car. Like, like that was blade's initiative of like you have to drive my car and i guess that's just right because i mean if i if Logically, I guess I would be like, oh, if you're going to be Blade, you got to maintain my reputation. And in order to do that, you got to fucking drive around in my fucking cool ass, crazy pickup truck of a ride. And so, Sure. Like, right. Is that because why else Yeah. You have to change <laughs> rides. <laughs> you know, it's
2: like you just like you have, to, you have to play the part. Right totally but yeah. what's so funny is is that there's not a lot of time in the movie where anybody really gives a shit about finding out whether they're like not the right person mm-hmm. there isn't like because usually right a movie would have some i guess like popsicle would be kind of like at the level where that person would be who would be like mm-hmm. investigating or totally. trying to figure out yeah you know oh this person isn't who they seem and whatnot and, and so there's just, just
0: the bully that's like that's all on the bully to he's like trying to. He's just mad, but he's not even he doesn't, he's, he doesn't think yeah. anything's a foot. You're right. He doesn't think anything's a foot right. between some something is amiss. Uh he keeps
2: his ass kicked.
1: <laughs> in a variety just like,
2: of ways. He, cry, like, just completely. he gets dumber as the movie goes on, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he like turns into like a bumbling idiot that can't get through a revolving door <laughs> by the end of the movie. He's He's, he's lost his mind. He He has like multiple concussions.
2: He's like 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 bleeding his face at times. It's like really kind of fucked up to a point where they're just like really beating the shit out of this guy. I know that he's been set up as being a bad dude, but man, it just it seems like yeah, he just gets his ass kicked every which way to Sunday in this movie, which (laughs) is funny. You're
0: you're so right. There, there isn't that element of danger of them getting found out you're so you're so right and and that also contributes to the 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 fact that they're able to just be like oh we just have to let our girlfriends know and everything else will kind of work itself out i i guess because i'm gonna because they end up being he ends up like duncan ends up
2: being a football player and then because uh, yeah, he's yeah, so Digger, smart man. that he knows where to kick the I ball know, where yeah. it, it was such a bullshit explanation of the trajectory. And he's like, well, I'm so smart. I, you know, and that's what you were talking about and referencing. And that happens all the time. Out, okay. It's like instead of a, a really smart guy trying to be cool, it was always just the what everybody thinks is the cool guy just saying smart shit, which is kind of not as funny. And, and to your point gets grading where you would want more of him trying to be cool rather than him just injecting him being smart into those situations.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so he's, and that's also, yeah, he's uh, a kicker, which is, yeah, gets in I mean, the yeah, sports they- and also gets him popular too. They mix up, but who's like the kicker is the is the guy? <laughs> you know, they're like, oh man, it's the the kicker's the one that everybody's like, yeah, kicker. <laughs> we love kicker. He, he doesn't become the quarterback or like the wide receiver or like some more of like a yeah like a glory position. He's just he's the kicker.
0: <laughs> that coach was really funny
2: too. He's he's, he's just wearing this hat
0: that says coach on it, it <laughs> like on the field and everything, which is like still. It's kind of funny that you would it would just say coach. It's not just like right. the school the or like the team. It's just like, nope, I'm coach. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted the principal to have a principal
2: hat. <laughs> and like, the janitor to have a janitor hat. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got to get a hat that just says, <laughs> yeah, like goes, what I'm doing.
0: It goes to the knowledge games at the end. And he's wearing that coach hat, like with a suit. And he's still wearing the hat that says coach to like remind the audience to be like, I this is my role in the movie. I'm the coach. <laughs> oh, sounds so on my ass. Yeah, in case you were wondering. Um, but yeah, they they get mixed up, uh, and then he confronts him in the wood shop at some point in the day, and they kind of make this agreement. Um, mm-hmm. Why? Why exactly is Blade cool with it, or like
2: what? What is? because it, it's it's set up by uh a guy who uh Rick uh, I don't know how to say his last name it sounds like come um is that who's also the juvie guy the juvie officer guy? or The yeah he's I don't know what he is parole officer maybe That's yeah juvie yeah. officer right um,
0: like, yeah represents the he, man I
2: don't know he's he plays he's in uh blank check and That's uh, right he's in a lot of, he's like a lot of yeah and i really love him character record, yeah yeah, but he yeah, his whole thing is is that Blade is getting out of juvie, but he has to get good grades. So what's going to happen is is that Blade right. wants to stay it as the smart person because because Dunk will I, like,
0: get all the good grades for him. As right, he'll be getting all the good grades for for
2: Blade. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, correct, and then. But vice versa, I, I guess Duncan still wants to not have this be a case, but I guess it works out for him because be, he ends up getting
0: Blade, it. Whatever Blade says goes, right? It's just like, you, you're going to fucking right. do this where I'm going to sand your buns off so you don't have butt cheeks. You just have one solid <laughs> thing with no crack. Because <laughs> he sand, just, a- just <laughs> sands the whole, whole the whole crack off of his buns. <laughs> <laughs> Just it just looks like,
2: <laughs> yeah, it just looks like, yeah, uh, what you would stick like a, like a, a post for a badminton <laughs> into the ground. Because that's what you would That's what you would use it for now. <laughs> just okay, stick it. <laughs> you know, just a, a pole holder. Wow. Oh, that's an interesting way to bring that <laughs>
0: Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> Bud sanders. Yeah, that was that was rough to I man. And then he grabs like another one like to his face and he's like threatening him not to say anything. Um so yeah, that yeah that makes that all makes sense. Uh and then the the antics continue or begin, yeah. you know, it's just like a lot of right. now this is a way to have fun, and that's what this movie wants to do is is have fun with the situation. Um, and with these characters getting in these, yeah, and these out of like fish out of water kind of situations for two people. Um, and like, I don't know, it's almost like has elements of like a body switch without the body switch sort of movie, mm-hmm. just like cha- changing
2: lives yeah. with someone that trading you know, s- uh, spaces, right? Like, that,
0: yeah, kind of, trade, tra- you know, tra- trading places, but yeah. With, I mean, I like that and uh, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. um. Yeah, and you got Sanka. He's he's uh, Popsicle is his name. <laughs> um, uh, Dougie Doug, and uh, he's he's fun. He's like I. He's at like a level ten or like eleven. She's kind of chewing, chew, chewing the scenery a lot in this in this movie, and it's it's fun. I think the only time where I was like pump the brakes <laughs> was like. He had his pop. He has no, he has a lollipop. He doesn't even have a popsicle. He's a lollipop. Ugh. And he's got the dead frog. And he's like, oh, he's saying something, but he's just like, oh, you want my lo- lollipop froggy or something like that? And it's like, oh, God, oh, come <laughs> this, is, on. They're just, this is gross. And then right after this, that line about like, uh, I thought you were going to play with my frog <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by wedge
2: uh um, he is he's pretty insufferable in miss, the, in, in this one. That's what he
0: said. Yeah. Insufferable yeah. uh wedge. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dougie Doug is pretty insufferable in this because oh, he's Doug. he yeah, he's, he's our a popsicle. He's a lot and he's he's mean fun. to to Duncan as Blade. He comes around mm. and then offers mm. a, a he he becomes kind of a utility. Person in the sense of he's always the one being like, Oh, look at Blade as you know, but Duncan as Blade, um, doing that cool thing he does. And he was always the reaction guy of like, mm. Oh, there's Blade, you know, serving up some fists or you know, doing that kind of uh reaction and take, uh, to yeah, everything he's doing, pumping him up, uh, yeah, just. He's the voice of all of the bystanders in all of those situations. You know, it always cut to him, and and yeah, he would.
0: And then you like, just find out he's just high on yayo, <laughs> as he says. <laughs> yeah. which made a lot of sense. I was like, oh, he's just fucking high this whole this whole movie. That's right. why he's like chewing all the scenery and just like playing with dead frog. <laughs> yeah. That kind of made sense to me. I was like, oh, he's been real, like kind of annoying at times and, and intense and just like, yeah. <laughs> okay. it's <laughs> Like even after that, like froggy thing, he like walks up behind them with the, his frog and makes like another joke. He's like, I'm still here <laughs> making jokes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, so, so I don't know, like some of the, uh, some of the, some of the antics, I, I don't know. It's like, or I, I got another thing to talk about, I guess is, uh, the parents. Yeah. I don't know. You can bring that because like, yeah, it's Dun- it, it, I like Duncan's it, parents, <laughs> the actors themselves played them really well with mm-hmm. just like what they had to work with was pretty much like they were refined, confined to, to the, the living, room, living room, into the house, yeah. mainly the couch. And just in that yeah. one shot, it seems like they shot all of their scenes, like in a day, at least mm-hmm. those ones on the couch of him, of Duncan leaving in different outfits <laughs> and their reaction <laughs> to the, each one <laughs> but i love the parents especially duncan's um i mean blade's mom's was was cool too but she just yeah she seemed more protective and and keeping an eye on on blade naturally so the dude he's just got a juvie and stuff and but mm-hmm. duncan's parents are just like oh we just want the best for our son and uh i my
2: favorite Little. They're just so concerned that he's gay. That was there. That was the whole. No, they weren't even bit. concerned about that. They were. Con- they were like,
0: all right, we're back. I had some technical difficulties. Sorry about that. Um, I believe where we were was I was about to say, we were talking about Duncan's concerns for, uh, or Duncan's parents' concerns yeah. for their, for his uh, sexual preference. And I was just mm-hmm. gonna say, I thought it was funny how uh, at first, the they were, mom. like the, it was the mom was like concerned that he was gay, and then the well, dad, the dad
2: concern, the and then concerned, the dad's concerned that he's
0: gay, and the mom's was was like, he's like, have you ever thought about our son's sexual pre- <laughs> mm-hmm. sexual preferences? And she's like, I didn't think he had one. He had yes, and I thought yeah, that uh-huh. was so funny because it's not even like a sexual. They just thought he was asexual. I mean, which is a, which is a preference as as well. But they uh, just, I just love that <laughs> he thought he was just a cycle. He, did, he right. didn't. He just didn't.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or they just never even considered that be something that he would be interested in. Um, and they just kind of laugh about it. That was a really uh, funny, funny part of theirs. And then another part where he's walking past them is they, <laughs> they're jointly, they're just, I, their relationship is great. They're mm-hmm. at the same time working on putting together a ship and a bottle. Mm-hmm. And then the father like grabs it and is like, oh she blows, and starts like <laughs> playing with it. And then he's just like, okay, it's my parents. And they're just having a blast putting together uh, this ship and a bottle. Oh, they, they seem great.
2: Mm. Yeah, I thought it was so funny too. The that bit where he they're uh Duncan and Blade are. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what they're doing, but they're just talking about essentially like uh, euphemisms for railing each other. And then the dad overhears it and reports back to the <laughs> oh. mom. And there's there's a there, that happens like twice where they're. Yeah, they're. Yeah, the joke is they're making yeah these gay innuendos and then the dad overhears it's like, you know, uh, oh, oh. Also to uh, the dad asks who he's going to the dance with, and he's like, Oh, I'm going with Blade. And then he just like looks at the wife and <laughs> is like, see this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. They're taking an
0: interest, and that's what's that's what's funny and when they're just like goobs mm. about it. It goes a little too far, probably at the end, where he's like, I yeah. can't I get you a glass of wine. <laughs>
2: That's a little much. I'm a little busy right now. I'm just a nerd, but even has the time to ask him about his. What is he calling A Jimmy top? I think is Uh, is the name he has for a rubber condoms. Yeah, surprising how much condom stuff is in there. Really wild when Karen Parsons just ladies
0: nineties like the anti the dare and the
2: and safe Mm -hmm. sex and
0: everything. What were we gonna say?
2: No, yeah. Um, when uh, she I, gives him the condom, gives him the condom. That was wild to me. About, but it, it's supposed to be that she is. Well, she is not supposed to be. She is in the movie a nerd, and so yeah, it's funny how that bubbles up into her being because they don't really play that up at all. Uh, her being um mm-hmm. this being her first time, really, mm-hmm. it comes up in very bizarre ways with the condom. She, she it, wants to like yeah.
0: explore her wild side, and I. Didn't, I I guess that's, that's her flourishing in that part of her, her story. Um, Yeah. And I I guess I didn't think about her being a nerd, being a a part of that, but I think just, yeah, I was just thinking like safe, safe sex and her just Mm. making the move was, uh, was just something that she expressed that she wanted to prove to him. Almost. It seemed like that she had that side of her and that just seemed like an extension of, of where that was. Going, I guess, uh, and then they go
2: to the car, which is they can't yeah. Get the
0: top down, and they're just they're just like in like neck deep in foreplay, and 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 the top is is just down, and every, like I don't know, where, 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 yeah. They're at the school parking lot. Is that uh huh? Just the the two grown men that he knows that he calls on to
2: do favors for him,
0: <laughs> uh-huh. just like are ever present. To the point uh, where they show up at a high school multiple times <laughs> to do shit. And there's just two yeah. grown men that are just there to beat up a high schooler and, <laughs> and throw them in like a, I don't know, I guess, did, did they throw, they throw them in the Jenner closet or was it was up late or yeah, they, and then yeah. They, they fucked him up in the classroom. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was just
2: the like, two. Yeah. Cause, cause they, they were like the working a club, whole, up, right? Yeah.
0: That's right. Yeah. Well, that's where they met them. Cause they like went to the club and then those guys, uh, they were about to beat up Duncan. Right. And then they're like, Oh, you know, blade or or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, right.
0: Yeah. And there's, I don't know. Then there's, this, there's also the scene at like the, them had like a, I guess they're, they're going out with their, their dates and everything. We already talked about, I need to just remember her name from Fresh Prince, but And then there was the other, what was it? Karen Parsons. Karen Parsons. And then there was the other date for, uh, for Duncan and and yeah, she was like very forward in front of her supposed boyfriend who was wedge. Um, but she just like wanted it. And like, I just thought that one scene was like, just annoying to watch them scooching their te- desks close to each other. That was just like the more like one of the bad examples of overacting and over mm-hmm. everything that's happening. That scene really didn't do much because we just had a scene about Duncan cucking and Wedge. And <laughs> that was just a further proof of that. And Wedge is in the background, just like,
1: you nah, <laughs> know. Nah.
0: <laughs> it's like we get it. And they're just like inching their desk and I'm like, oh, we fucking get it. We don't need it. We don't need that scene. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of stuff where it's just like they're trying, they're over explaining and overdoing it, or just like there's stuff that just doesn't seem fully thought out, or they let Dougie Doug kind of go a little bit longer than maybe he should. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, sure. Certain certain spots where it's just like, yeah, I it's hard to knock that too much because I think that part of it makes it fun and effortless at some parts. Sometimes it seems like Mm -hmm. there's too much effort in places where it doesn't need need to be like that scene, I guess. And then there's other, other stuff that's just like, it's just fun. And uh, yeah, the energy of people that know each other really well, the two main characters, them in scenes together is pretty electric, like the woodshop scene. And anytime they're, they're hanging out or they're talking about like slang of the nineties and shit and having that, sort of like what are you deaf or like that or that kind of stuff and all all that all that Mm. like back and forth of like no i meant this you meant that all that everything like that stuff works and this fun and it's like why the movie almost why the movie even exists and why they cast them um Mm. but yeah i guess some of like the extra characters were doing some funny things, but then just like the principal or something, he's like you and you switch with what? And then you and switch with who? And And he's just like, okay, okay, we get it. He's like an Alice in Wonderland character or something, but.
2: Uh, sure that makes me think too something that was really apparent um in the movie is the sound effects for everything i i i went on a just a you know just imagining being in a room with all of these you know all of these things to make noise with that were being utilized in the movie because even down to like i remember i think it was paulie shore might have like like touched his head and there was like there was like a dog even at that level where And so much of it was accenting um, Duncan's like uh, reactions to stuff. Like if he would Mm -hmm. fall on something, or just almost make movements at times. They would just have like almost akin to a slide whistle for things, and there were all of these. Just clanging and tapping, and just a lot of, uh, a lot of, but fun. Like it's all of it is accentuating the comedy of it, but it, 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 it was so much that it was apparent, which, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, just like what you're talking about with Dougie Doug and, um, yeah, like overstaying its welcome or being too much, like to putting too much mustard on it when it doesn't, mm-hmm. it. and which, this movie is already really lean. So it's, yeah, I don't know about adding that stuff, but yeah, I just, I guess you, it makes me think, What would you add more of because this movie also then just really gets off the rails and like goes in a very just crazy direction. And once the drug dealer starts getting involved in that whole. Oh yeah. Uh, I would be down to talk, to talk
0: about some of that stuff, but, but, but to touch on your, like the sound effects and everything I was going to say as mm-hmm. well, just to, to, yeah. go off of that was like there's a lot of adr in this movie as well mm. um, of things yeah that f- i feel like they almost felt like they need to explain again of like oh we have the scene of them walking away we can't see their mouths let's just like throw an extra little thing of hey this club is great oh yeah i can't <laughs> wait to dance or something like that you know it's just like that kind of stuff where it's like the set the sonic quality of, of certain things kind of just like Leaves you kind of frazzled and and like
2: (laughs) totally discombobulated. You're like,
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. They had the speed ramping with the car getting away. Let's go, let's get out of here. And the car was like, like, (laughs) Fast forwards through and um but you were just about to move to an- another point
2: yeah to getting into um the where this movie takes off right because most of the stuff we we haven't even, yeah we we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of it nah. we've already mentioned like there it, it is weird that it's a the dare drugs, the
0: drug thing. stuff i guess yeah you
2: right. the the dare stuff was always yeah just seems so weird and out of place to me because that's not funny or cool. So why is it in this movie? Why would you make the concert, especially that Pauly Shore's gonna have four oh, yeah. topless women and gonna? Why is that a? a, a why is that a uh, don't do drugs thing? And the intro too, because Polly Shore go, comes up to to Duncan and is like, "I heard you're a big no on drugs guy, and I I want to oh, yeah, host this party so at the school." Nowhere insane mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make any sense and it's not cool that's the thing too it's like i get that duncan is not cool and that's why it's funny Is a nerd kid hanging out with a cool person and all the comedy that ensues there but make the fucking dance like the thing that you're going to take the girls out to have that time you know and also you're going to just perform have it a at dance just have it, it, just be, have it <laughs> and then not, not
0: only do they perform but they actually have to like refer to anti-drug sentiment within the song and have that be a part of it and then also i don't know it was why i was thinking why they didn't want to show Polly shore fucked up at an anti-drug thing they're like let's just show a, just a couple shots because he's just like i feel like waving all around like fucking drugged out dude yeah. like i don't know it's just like such a Another irony of the movie maybe Pauly Shore got mixed up with some anti-drug person I would love like Ooh. an end credit scene of like an anti-drug protester be like oh no i got mixed up with the weasel oh no you <laughs> am the weasel no i <laughs> can talk like this buddy um uh, that but that yeah that was such like I was I was kind of just thrown off that that right. was such an element that first of all Polychore came out of nowhere first time seeing him he's introducing this new thing um to these characters that seems to be yeah going to be the climax of the movie where the third act rests, the to- hat, yeah. rests its hat on but the you find out it's kind of that along with the wax museum and the knowledge competition <laughs> and the car of- chase and the, the chase leading up to it <laughs> yeah but that was introduced as a way, it seems like a late ad thing. I don't know. Let's have Polish show up, introduce something that gets them talking about an anti-drug thing, which doesn't have anything else to do with anything else in the movie, an anti-drug. It just doesn't have anything else to do with anything. No, it gets, no, it gets our two, to the, Our two characters who we hired to sing, like they're great singers, like they're great performers. We got to get them performing. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like something after the fact, like, let's, what can we put in there that's prevalent of the time that can get them on stage? Oh, and we got Pauly Shore. Who's, you know, not doing anything right now or something. I don't know. Uh, it, it, this is all speculation again, but it just is weird and out of place. And yeah, very, very of the time. I, it's not, I would, it's not necessarily like you're right. It is uncool. It is not necessarily like, Oh, drugs are cool. It's just like, Talking about it at all in that way isn't cool
2: within this. <laughs> I don't know how it, else to put it. Yeah, unless it, I guess the joke could have been that it is a it is a don't do drugs because having you having a don't do drugs uh, event. Introduced by Paulie Shore, like so he weird. obviously his whole bit is he's a stoner. Yeah, like that's why his cadence and the way that he talks is so uh, you know weirdly measured, and it's like it's the like he's thinking of what he's. Shit, when he's introducing <laughs> that. Sorry, right? And he and but then too, he talks about how there's going to be topless women at it. Yeah, at, that makes. But they have. What, I mean, the, uh, the clap is that what he fucking says?
0: Is like they they, uh, no, they, have a, oak.
2: they have a rash poison oak yeah poison oak sorry not quite i wouldn't know i mean i guess the joke it, is they never were gonna be there right yeah and he it, doesn't know them oh, and but boy. it's like that joke sucks like it, it does sucks. it wasn't and it, it seems it, like polish shore made up made it up at the fucking locker
0: room scene and they had to like address it in the scene after or something yeah i don't know i keep making stuff up but uh you have Paulie Shore as a host of something as well, which just doesn't give off good energy already. And mm. maybe that's part of the joke is like everyone, like this whole crowd's just gonna turn on him. And they do when he starts singing his stupid song. Um, which makes the when Kid and Play come out seem that much cooler. But mm-hmm. you know, they're it is that production style where you're really hearing everything they're saying. They're they're leading anti drug exposition kind of stuff, and it's like really out of nowhere yeah like they don't get out of here i mean i guess like it's a movie yeah that has drug elements so maybe that was also a way to like cover their asses a bit at this time of like i don't know That seems that seems stupid too but like it maybe it was an anti-drug kind of time and they're like oh this (laughs) this uh drug dealer named mink (laughs) yeah this this guy's like Got his hands in fucking high school and is trying to, like, deal drugs to high school students through Wedge. And he's uh-huh. like really upset with Wedge. Whenever Wedge comes back, he's like, you made yourself look like a fool into the Duncan Pender Hughes. Everybody knows Duncan. You can't <laughs> like fucking blade or whatever, whichever one he's mixing up, mixing them up for. But he's like so upset with Wedge.
2: I can't make heads or tails of why, like, that is such a stupid plot. I'm sorry to be mean to the movie, but so, so Mink is the reason he is going to kill Duncan or Blade, right? Is because Blade is, because he's, Blade's not selling drugs. So he's just upset that he, Blade is converting people to not doing drugs. Mink and that's him. Yeah, that's him stepping on his turf, because that's kind of like a very like bullshitty generic thing is, is that the drug dealer is upset with Blade because he's taking his like stepping on his turf. And then he has that whole bit about like, what's, you know, you're fucking with my money or like what's bad for it's like, I'm all about my economy or something like that, Uh. because either Wedge is getting his ass kicked so hard that he just can't physically sell drugs and that's why he's upset with it. Yeah. (laughs) Or or, or it's Blade is just so cool and so (laughs) against drugs that he's converting people at the high school to just not do drugs anymore. That's so crazy. Yeah like to enter how many of
0: those kids are doing drugs that it's like really affecting his profit margin <laughs> yeah. and like fuck all those all those kids are What what is what does he say he seems like he's in some deep shit like he's in this warehouse that's oh yeah he's like big a bunch of drug signs deal. he's only got like two dudes working for him it seems like you don't see much of an
2: operation anyway, otherwise. he's like, cavernous you know,
0: like, oh yeah. Just- it's cocaine. I mean, it's yayo because that's what uh, that's what Dougie Doug wants. He's like looking for that yayo yeah. and then Wedge like puts him up against the locker and then uh, D- like Duncan, like they like stick up for him and that's when they like uh. beat Wedge's ass. And then Dougie Doug kind of like is ingratiated a little bit more, but Duncan has a very clear like nineties thing of Tim. He's like, I told I told you, Popsicle. If we're ever gonna be friends, you gotta never ever do drugs again. And like, what's well, at the camera and smiles and does a thumbs up. No, it doesn't. But it's just like very like, yeah, uh-huh. don't do drugs, Popsicle. And they seem, seem like very forced. I don't know this that that whole uh, storyline of Wedge. I I think if they had, if I did have a like, if it could I easily take and substitute. That storyline for something else. I liked your idea of having someone, if not Wedge, be Popsicle, be like investigating the whole deal of like, oh, I'm going to uncover what's really going on here. Right. Uh, So
2: then Popsicle gets up on the stage and goes, these guys are phonies. Like, yeah, yeah. Go do (laughs) cooking. <laughs> get out there and go do cocaine. Don't listen to these liars. And Paulie sure has like a
0: a pro drug rally. He's like, <laughs>
2: <And> <laughs> immediately flips the like, <laughs> Snoop Dogg.
0: Let's get Snoop Dogg in here. Uh,
2: I love that idea. Yeah, he's just got like a, a string he pulls and then the dare <laughs> d- f- turns over to just drug shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. just cocaine. That's all it says. <laughs> Then it's a pro I, drug concert. Yeah,
0: I thought Mink was a pretty fucking cool name for a uh, for like a oh f- super cool. Dealer. Or I don't know, it seems sounds like a pimp's name or something too. But just Mink in, in general, general, I guess a porn star name. It just is like a cool. It's a name. cool name. name yeah, is Mink. Yeah, Man, that guy was kind of. I kind of liked his acting. He did this yeah, thing too. like when Wedge rolled up and uh he's like, I, 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 "What does he say?" He's like, "Everything." cool or something and then he's like yeah everything's cool he's like oh it's cool and does like the little snap and then his like little minions like follow exactly exactly what he says i'm not explaining it well but he just he had a he was intimidating and scary with a smile which i thought you know just made him more interesting rather than just be like Scary and intense and, <laughs> and stuff. He was just like, Yeah, I might fucking shoot <laughs> you right now. Who knows? You know, it's just like, oh, shit. It is, yeah. And he puts a gun up to a high schooler. Wedge uh, is oh, he's right. like, I guess I gotta fucking kill you right now. He you. Like, puts a gun up to a high schooler. And it's like, Well, fuck. I mean, Wedge looks like a 38 year old man. Or <laughs> uh,
2: not that He looks like a old. <laughs> <And we, laughs> yeah, and then Duncan's got the bit about that's not a cranial hemorrhage. Or whatever, that's uh yeah, that's like I'm dead. I sorry, I fucked that bunch like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you, you get what I mean. Yeah. He's like, you know, ascribe some medical term to I thought you were just gonna beat me up. I didn't know you were gonna kill me. <laughs> 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 that's the sentiment. That's what, but yeah, I I'm not gonna attempt to do that again. Uh
0: can I say the line, um I live in thy heart, dine in thy lap, and buried in thine eyes. Yeah, is was- to die well, it was- meant to have a sexual orgasm. Orgasm. Because he's talking yeah. about a flower, two flowers at the at the garbanzo, and <laughs> he's like, which flower would you prefer? The one that's like soft and pretty, or like this. And she's like, Oh, this one's dying. How sexy. <laughs> that's her light. It's like, it's dying. It was sexy. And then it was she says sexy. that shakespeare line um which has a big 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 it, no. as well which <laughs> we get slow motion in a high, <laughs> high school competition that be the answer to a question in the knowledge it, competition absolutely not the answer but i is did. orgasm
2: yeah the, the answer, answer is sexual actual- orgasm <laughs> right <laughs> with that answer <laughs> the school's getting new floorboards <laughs> what is it it's like their gymnasiums getting uh hardwood floors oh, or something yeah, like that. yeah that's right yeah that was such a weird What james yeah. what i will say is is that i can believe that coming from a person who is named the wankster <laughs> that is the host name that's right that's <laughs>
0: right and they it's yeah. skip wankman yeah the skip, wankster skip wankman <laughs> oh my god how could i forget he he's
2: stuck just, that in personally, and then he they don't do <laughs> a slow, after that what's that <laughs> He gets fired after that because he actually put that question in that wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> Skip Wankman, not again
0: oh, Wankster. Skip. Oh, he's a <laughs> Wankster. And then he does this thing, <laughs> which I thought was really? so funny, where like they don't they might have slowed the camera down a bit, but he did. they he also did it slow. <laughs> yeah, he's like what is your he was like did it very slow and they like didn't slow like the, they like move the camera slow too it felt like because everyone was kind of shaking a little bit like their normal, normal speed and skip away and come in. oh god um,
2: oh, we skipped okay so we buried the, the lead yeah the yeah, wax museum or what else? What else are we talking about? Last, the last thing I would say about the drug dealer and that whole thing oh, is like dealer, they, yes. they, they get kidnapped and then there's a car chase, but then they actually just like get, yeah. And that's that chase continues into the wax, uh, wax. Well, it's really just uh, what is it? The um, it's a fun car to have a chase. Ma- in. Ma- Madame, uh, Madame Ch- Tussauds? Tussauds. Yeah, Madame Tussauds. Wax. They just
0: they just got a chance to
2: use that. That's what I assumed. Yeah, but it seems like they got like all the the B-list Yeah, stuff. They, they yeah. couldn't show anybody actually famous. Yeah. It was like a bunch of TV people. And then there was that uh, really racially... Terrifying yeah, Louis Armstrong. Terrifying, which I just thought was so funny that they disguised themselves as players even though they were wearing their clothes and the guy, Wedge is so stupid. Wedge <laughs> or no, turns into a buffoon in this
0: situation. Yeah. He's like... Grunting and like, just just sweat like steaming and can't figure anything out, and is just like panicking Listen, and losing his mind. Yeah, that revolving door. He's like, they go out a revolving door and they come back the same revolving door he just went out of, and he's like, I can't figure it out. He like starts spinning around. And there's like an opening to the side where you can just walk straight yeah, through. Yeah, walk like, straight through. I, I don't get doors. I can't do doors anymore. And then he just like goes like through the vent. And when uh, Duncan and, and his later going through the vent, he like accidentally rams his head into her buns. And she's like, ooh. Um, everything was just like, had like titillating, horny, horny stuff in here of the people just like ramming. Or like, there was a lot of motor boating too. There was a lot of yeah, motor, a whole lot of motor boating in this in this movie. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's this whole. Sc- I could, I could not. I, you could just not even watch this scene and and be fine. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a it's a comedy, whatever. And there's and there's a little bit of action. It's got it all, baby. Um, <laughs> but the one thing that does happen is they do reveal themselves after all of this, or is it right right before? I think it's after. To their girlfriends, and they're just like, okay, well, don't ever lie to me every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay.
2: <laughs> non issue. Non issue. No because problem. no problems at all. Yeah. Like you could totally, because it's just, it's pretty drawn out. It looks super shitty too. Because again, they couldn't, they had Batman in there, which is surprising. A lot of Batman uh, bulge a lot of batman bulge yeah even a couple shots of just bulge because it's the type of movie where somebody would just be peeking out from behind batman be like oop do they see me and like i said oh,
0: yeah uh, yeah just some random i don't know some other celebrities that and then the one thing that i thought was funny was that mink knew all the names of the celebrities and then the henchman was kind of just like oh, hey, look, that's Willie Nelson. You just smack him in the head. He's like, that's <laughs> not Willie Nelson. <laughs> I forget. That's, that's Colonel Sanders. Sanders. Yeah, and there was like one other person that looked like Alex Trebek, but it was, I don't know. He said he's like, you idiots. He gives him another, there's a lot of head slaps, too. A lot a of butterball head it. slaps. A lot of slapstick uh, stuff. And then mm-hmm. how does he get,
2: how does, how does, what have how do they get him? <laughs> <laughs> <How does laughs> i him just forget? like, I, I was reeling at this point because I'm like, what where, I mean, how? Yeah. like, it's just because it, it seems so happenstance because again, like there is a brief mention of it at the beginning of the movie and then you're just like, oh my God, I mean, we're actually having this you know, very uh, like Looney Tunes style <laughs> like situation Scooby-Doo. of yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo where it's like, you know, they're hiding behind stuff <laughs> from the, the drug <laughs> dealers <laughs> and the drug <laughs> dealers <laughs> are like, you you know trying to find them and then they like you know put a tube on one guy's head and yeah like i'm trying to, god how does this conflict resolve because it just is so it just ends so abruptly and it's wouldn't pay no never mind oh the police show up essentially i assume right? the
0: police cut yeah i forget yeah, the police, how or why yeah. but they get a i don't know yeah they it, yeah i think i was it, you just feel like almost a fever dreamer or, or something <laughs> yeah, maybe not to that point but you're just kind of like huh Even when they like first introduced with the girlfriend is like, you're in high school and you design wax museum art. Like if this didn't come back, this, this would be, I don't know if it's weirder it coming back or not coming back. It's just weird.
2: (laughs) It's it's straight up weird. And I think that that's
0: yeah. For as predictable as this movie is and just like service and has a lot of antics that service, like the plot of, of switching lives. There's some, unexpected stuff that seems that seems like an economical sort of thing too it's like it what, very much so. what, yeah. what do we have that we can work with that's close or like was there a location that we can go to that would be fun and interesting to shoot in that's kind of stagnant that we can have control over
2: um, mm-hmm. but I didn't, and it's got I didn't some built-in stuff to it Yeah, where you you can come in on the Wax figures that, that are mm-hmm. there, right And it adds a little bit of drama to it Because, I mean, the alternative would have been They were in, like, a warehouse, essentially Because we right, just need like to get to a place that they're, they're They're hiding for, They're trying to get away from the drug dealers who are trying to Kill them, and so they need a place to go To, like, lose them, and so Having it in the Wax Museum, yeah, I think That's another great example of the economy Of this, where it doesn't it's yeah it's it's more so just cheap oh yeah i don't know how to describe it right now but yeah like it could have been in a warehouse working with what you got yeah i told totally, yeah, you got. it could be
0: like but then that maybe is too focused on the drug element of it when they kind of wanted to distance themselves at some point in this in this movie it feels like too um but that's the climax before the final resolution which is the knowledge games and blade and duncan are both up there duncan's just killing it on all of these questions um and then the third but the third question is the kicker for blade and he gets the shakespeare line right with the slow-mo delivery by our good friend skip uh, skip winkman um, <laughs> and then there's this epilogue you know or like the secure i guess what else i think mean, the security guards with the secretary of the of the principal mm-hmm. they're they're an item, they're yeah they get back to the beginning mhm yeah, yeah yeah we've Tarantino it. uh Tarantino it. yep we're we've totally we've got it all resolved and then you get uh Duncan chilling on this couch in front of like a white background uh like an old school Apple ad or something. It's just like, well, that's it for the movie. And mm-hmm. let me tell you what's happened to Blade. He went to school and did He graduated top of his class or got in because of I don't know. He just shows him hanging out with some ladies on a at a picnic. Um, mm-hmm. and then Duncan is a kicker. What does what does yeah. Blade go to school for? I forget. Oh for cars? cars i think yeah oh man that was ridiculous too that whole he's like, like an engineer or whatever discernment discernmentation is how he said what he's like
2: yeah. discernmentation um he's he, also gonna he give a dissertation art. in in fucking high school I that's know, not how it's that like,
0: works he, in the, the first day of school she's like all right are you ready for your dissertation on human sexuality and reproduction I like i just got here um and then he just talks about cars the whole time And she's like what? You're supposed to talk about human sexuality? What are you doing? He's he's saying, Well, where do you have sex, the most? sex the most?
2: Oh my god. Oh, god. Hey. oh
0: yes, fuck, I didn't think of that. Oh Jesus. I was waiting for her to start getting horned up or something too. I wouldn't have been mm. surprised about this movie at that at that point. But um, yeah, that's that's the epilogue. That's that's the end of the movie. Um that's the movie. I will uh Remind everyone what the scores are before I do some reviews. You got a 17% from critics, 73% from audience. I will say on Rotten Tomatoes, there's only 12 reviews by the critics on here, Um, and then 5,000 from audience. And it's just a fascinating thing. You know, it's like we're, I think 90s is a nice little sweet spot for some of these polarizing movies because you still have enough critics uploading their reviews onto the internet and then Rotten Tomatoes culls those in some sort of way. Um, but sometimes better than others. And it's interesting how movies can be represented like this because you're like for damn sure. This is not a 17%. Um, no, and, definitely not. You know, to, to hint at whatever I'm going to give it, it's not going to be that, but that's very low. 73% is, is solid. Um, but I'll start with some critic reviews. I actually moved on over to Metacritic, kind of pulled together some of these and there's some like 50% of Metacritic ones, which that would technically be rotten, uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. So it could be like a two and a half out of five, two out of four situation, but, um, Chicago Tribune, Clifford Terry, 25. So probably like a one out of four or something. Not much of class act makes any sense, which is all right, but not much of it is funny either. Um, TV Guide magazine, uh, <laughs> like a bitter, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not funny. Kind of um, as the f- uh, this is from TV Guide magazine. As the fat nice. boys demonstrated in Disorderlies, the social stridency of rap music does not mix well with crude antiluvian slapstick. Antiluvian? Oh, I'm too dumb to know that word. antediluvian Slapstick. Oh, I'm dumb. All right. And now, can, can and Play, the popular rap duo that scored high-energy hilarity in House Party, offer further proof with the intensely juvenile class act.
2: Hmm. He did go to juvie He did go to juvie and they're both, yeah, they're
0: all in high school. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Kid and Play have charm, but it's disturbing to see them settle for the slick. Their rap used to stand for something. Now it's just easy listening really
2: calling i mean yeah that's definitely i get that i you know again i i'm definitely gonna watch Cl- our um house party for sure because it's the yeah, best rated it. uh i and you know what i this is alluding a little bit to my review but like i i enjoy the characters You know, and so I'm yeah, I would assume that people who had seen those and then this came out, they would have been like, oh, man, this is just round, like rounding edges, uh, not get. Yeah. Instead of heightening the uh, the salaciousness, it just like it has it there, but it's not probably at the level or has the right tone that you want to see coming out of these guys. Yeah, I'll do a couple more. Uh, Our good friend Roger Ebert, Chicago Sun Times.
0: A good-looking movie with hard-working performances and a bubble brain script, which nevertheless stumbles over a truth from time to time. Class act could be a trial run for something really relevant.
2: Such a banger of a review. I was kind
0: of echoed some of the sentiment you just expressed as well. I feel like mm-hmm. it's like it's, there. Yeah. it's like it's 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 there. it's got some pieces. For sure. Yeah, Definitely, yeah. Um, Seattle Times, Jeff Shannon. Class Act doesn't even try to live up to its title, so if your taste in movies runs to the juvenile, you've come to the right place.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Even like the sexual stuff and everything too is kind of like is kind of kiddie too. Just how, how it like, is. It, it is very horny, but it it is almost like a, how a kid look, would look at, or like a prepubescent <laughs> kid would look at
2: sex or something yeah because it's not sexy it's always like no. sex is the joke yeah, right yeah. The joke. No, yeah yeah it's so, like, man, it's so shit, yeah. mm-hmm
0: sure um susan from usa today while the rapping stars of house party uh one and two bring a few fresh as in cool <laughs> ideas to the premise Had to clarify what fresh meant <laughs> While the rapping stars of House Party One and Two bring a few fresh, as in cool, ideas to the premise, little about the cartoony comedy seems all that fresh, as in yeah. not stale. Yeah. Okay, we are back. We had another round two of technical difficulties on my end. I am sorry, uh, L. L. Great Brandini. Uh, it's okay, but. I think we got in enough critic reviews here. I'm going to move on to audience reviews. Seems like uh, if I were to come up with a consensus from the critics, I'd say juvenile was a word I saw a couple times mm-hmm. um, and kind of trash and kid and play, I guess from, from Peter Travers was a little bit of a thing. Someone from a music uh, publication, I guess, you know, you can maybe take more issue with that. I guess makes, makes some bit of sense. Yeah. Um, interesting. Uh, let's check out some audience reviews over here. Um, from Christopher Snyder on Amazon five stars, laugh out loud, funny titled, uh, laugh out loud, funny. This movie is a classic that will have you laughing out loud from start to finish. I had the movie on video, had been waiting for what seemed like a decade for more or more for this underrated movie to, to be put on DVD. When they finally put this movie on DVD, I was elated. It's tough to choose between this movie and House Party as Kid and Play's best movie because both movies are certified classics and both hilarious. I would be splitting hairs if I chose the better movie between House Party 1 and Class Act, to be honest. If you enjoyed House Party and the brand of comedy and romance themes that that movie had, then you will absolutely love this movie. I don't have any idea how anyone with a sense of humor could not like this movie, so I would ignore any negative reviews. Class Act <laughs> is as official and classic as it gets. Said classic many times in there. I think this movie is a classic to this person. and in, Oh, in, in their, sure. In, in their uh, catalog of, of movies. I like how they're just like, reinforce that opinion that you already have about this being a great movie. Don't look at those negative reviews. But also, this is a common thread in like, reviews that we look at on this podcast, I feel like is the whoever likes, typically when that audience likes it and the critics don't like it there will be some defensive qualities within the review and it's interesting hearing someone kind of fight someone who's not there (laughs) they're like no no totally and whoever says this like let me give a rebuttal to something that you know maybe you didn't even know people didn't like the movie it's like oh I guess some people don't like this movie according to this person so it's just interesting hearing them have this like discourse to themselves (laughs) Um, yeah from uh FM Wallach's, uh, what does Vine Voice mean? Mm-hmm. Vine Voice badge on Amazon. It's a, it's a symbol that tells other Amazon customers something interesting about you. Vine Voice uh, is a member of Amazon Vine Voice, an invitation-only program that gives Amazon reviewers advance access to not yet released products for the purpose of writing reviews. Wow. Okay, well, this is a big big deal. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. title. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah. That's what a vine voice is on Amazon. Now, you know, um, titled classic class act watching this again, just brought me back. I love kid and play from their music. And of course to their films, it had been forever since I had seen this flick. And when my brother came over and said, just throw something in, I went with this. This is such a good, like throw something. Yeah. Such a good one. Of course we both loved it. And now might go through all of the house party flicks. And yes, that includes four and five. Duncan, kid, is a perfect student with a perfect GPA. Blah, 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 blah. They, he goes through the synopsis a bit. This is such a fun, fun movie. He or she goes through the synopsis a bit. Uh, they, they, uh, this is such a fun movie and super funny. Add on a great soundtrack, and you get a surefire classic for, from the early 90s. I forgot how much I love this movie and probably my second favorite film from the five these two have done. Of course, the first is indeed the first house party film but this one is just as fun. And play <laughs> did an excellent job both here as did the rest of the cast. I do really wish we would have gotten a commentary from them to, or director Randall Miller, who also made two more films. I love house Guest and the sixth man. I remember the sixth man. I watched that movie a lot. So overall, <laughs> this is a great movie that I do highly recommend. Wow. He did Sixth man. That movie's that movie's crazy. You, are you familiar with the sixth man? No, I know it's been totally a while before. since I'd seen it. I think. I think it's his brother or just his teammate. I think it's his brother. They're like, they're. T- I think they're teammates as well on the, on a, a basketball team. And like, I forget how he dies, but one of the, the brother like dies. I think it's like in a car accident or something like that. And then it turns into a, like an Angels in the Outfield situation. Oh, his wow. His like, brother like helps him on the court as a ghost with like basketball. <laughs> it was, yeah, I watch Angels in the Outfield a lot growing up so that was like i think just bouncing off off of that a bit but yeah sixth man there's six men men on the court one was a ghost (laughs) (laughs) wow um all right let's do like one or two more um e bradford funny movie not as well known as house party but one of my favorites this is a very this is really a very silly movie. But if you liked House Party, you'd probably like this. Kid and player in high school. Kid is Duncan Penderhues, child prodigy of sorts, and a genius who needs to pass P.E. to get into college he wants. Play is Blade Brown, juvenile delinquent from the hood, in quotation marks. First day of school and their files get mixed up. Blade is sent to honors classes while Duncan is sent to remedial classes. In the process, they experience what it's like to be in the other shoes, make friends, and find love. My favorite scenes are when Blade tries to teach Duncan how to dance and also when he tries to teach him slang. Those are fun fun scenes having them two together. Uh, Maybe one more or two. Uh, This is from Lisa Hicks titled Kid and Play at Their Best. I love this movie. This is an older movie that I watched several times as a child. Had a great message for the youth without being too preachy and hilarious at the same time. See someone like that. Both Christopher Reed and Christopher Martin showcase that not only could they rap, but they could also act as well. Icing on the cake is that I can watch this movie wherever I want, anytime that I want, forever! In all caps, wow. really thanking Amazon for the opportunity to have, <laughs> to have the access to this movie through them. Um. Yeah, that's uh. Seems yeah like one of those things would, it's yeah, classic like, for some people yeah fun. you could you could they love the characters you know, it's cult, cult and classic whatever yeah. it's just like to to me it almost reminded of me of like sometimes my feelings about like billy madison or something of like yeah i, I don't know these are like it's because they're grown men in high school like these guys aren't still in high school but they're playing they're grown men playing high school students it might as billy madison is a different thing but it's like Adam Sandler in a school setting. And it's like, I was just Mm -hmm. a big Adam Sandler head. And if you liked house party, I could see you just being like, Oh, I'm down for more of that brand of humor. Um, Let's see. Let's see what this class acting is. And because a lot of people are referencing that uh, house party with, um, with a lot of those reviews. So it seems like it's just, yeah, predicated on, the success of that movie in a lot of ways, if yeah, they made what, totally, five, they made like five of those house party for, for
2: five? five, movies. Yeah. I don't know if the ones after this all were house party or if they ever went back to that, but yeah, I mean, it's all kid and play movies. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's fundamental to people enjoying this is just loving those characters. And honestly, yeah, I get it now. I, I wasn't familiar with kid and play, but I yep. totally get it. Like we said, like we mentioned, you know, play is, um, uh, or Christopher Martin is, um, yeah, I don't know. He's in, there. There's like a really great, uh, like acting, like infectious quality about him. And yeah, I mean, I, I think both of us agree that, uh, kids performances or Duncan or whatever is grating, but it, it's, it's good hearted it's it's a fine foil you know the, the there's a dynamic there it's opposites and yeah I, they worked well together out yeah say what you will about them individually them together is really yeah an yeah. infectious combo I completely agree um
0: would you care to uh say your final words yeah. on it and give it a, give totally. it
2: a score yeah yeah yeah. Um uh, yeah, I guess I can just even I you know almost yeah, let into. On, yeah. yeah, continue on. Um yeah, I there's I, obviously there are s- certain things about this movie that are apparent and I think that <clears throat> It is. It's always interesting to see a movie that there are really strong qualities about it, but it just it's also filled with a. it's just like, you know, a lot of art, right, is uh, albums or movies like there. Yeah. Anything that has the ability to not just be one, you know, it's just accomplishing a singular thing. It's trying to bring a bunch of ideas to the table and it's presenting things in, you know, in a period of time. Uh, yeah, it's it's not going to hit. I'm trying to think are the lows like really terrible? Not really. Like, yeah, there are plenty of lows. There are plenty of things that are just, yeah, they're not that funny or they, yeah, they're not structured or presented well, um, story-wise and plotting wise and all of that. But, um, but there is enough here that I enjoyed. I, it was cool to get to know these characters like honestly after this tonight i'm probably gonna watch house party because i'm really interested in like after hearing the reviews of people really just kind of coasting on their love of that movie into Mm -hmm. this movie and they're like anything these guys will do i'm gonna watch them and i kind of get that and if this is like you know if the critics are if there's some truth in the critics uh like how they feel about it is is that house party is probably gonna be a, a banger and i'm gonna like probably love it more than this and if that's that's great. Cause like I, I liked, I I don't, did I love this movie. Again, there's parts that I love. Um, so I guess I'm just beating around the bush a little bit. I was thinking about it. I'm going to give this movie a 71%. Dude, you fucking, you, you nailed
0: it. Uh, with your, with your summation. I agree with, uh, pretty much everything you said. I right. I, everything I do. I think we're, we're pretty not, not polarized. We're in the here, here. Yeah. We're, <laughs> Uh, that's, that's just how I like it. And, uh, yeah, I was trying, I was looking through some of my notes just to see if there was anything, um, that I missed. I think like, I liked how they mispronounced Duncan Penderhues' last name a few times. One of them was pin mm-hmm. Pincushion and yep. I think one was like Pinker Puss or something is what I heard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually what it was, but that's. That's what I heard. What I think someone got called a turd at, at at one point, which just, yeah, really brought me back to like how I talked in the nineties as well. Um, I say we flip them heads up, heads up. We beat them up tails. We beat them up too. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I think just some of, some of that stuff was, was really great. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know if there's any other, any other good lines, stupid ignoramus, make the line straight. When the guy's like trying to get yeah. the line in the car chase, he gets called a uh, ignoramus. Um, then, uh, I, f- I think it's when they're about to make whoopee in the, in the car. She's like, she's like, let's make bacon. Yes. Like, uh huh. What?
2: what? <laughs> <laughs> squeeze me. in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh what? <laughs> I like how that was the same reaction <laughs> yeah. that I would have too. Like, huh? Uh, yeah, okay. I think that's that's probably probably good. I took a good amount of notes cuz there was just like a lot happening. There's a lot of jokes. There was a lot of mm. uh crazy liners. Like, yeah, and uh things things to be seen. Anyways, I'll I'll just I'll I'll stop yeah. staring at, at my notes because I I'm going to get too bogged down in it. I generally enjoyed this movie. It was a, it was a comedy that like, uh, didn't overstay its welcome too, too much. I think some of the stuff at the end there, yeah, yeah, probably now that I think about it, it is, it was a little much with like, we talked about the wax museum along with the knowledge thing and the car chase and all that stuff. Um, but there's some real strengths, strengths in this movie that I won't, allude to necessarily. Yeah. The plot, which you see how it's set up right from the beginning, it jumps right into Mm -hmm. it. And you can judge essentially like whether you're going to be into that plot or not of, uh, kind of people switching places in the kind of like a high school setting and having the, the politics of high school play out, which I typically don't find myself super interested in at this point in my life, like a movie or a show about high school Um, High school drama and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. But there was something about this that I, I was, that part didn't really bother me surprisingly. Like I, that never came up throughout this conversation as much. And I'm just thinking about it now, to be honest, of like that, it wasn't really that it was, you know, if, if anything, I guess it, if it had that sort of overacting and sort of, I don't know, I wouldn't attribute that necessarily to um, the high school, uh, age of it all because i feel like i've seen you know yeah movies like super bad or things like that with like um it's able to be crass and have high schoolers in it as well uh but also have good actors and i i think uh there are some really good performances by blade in this movie and, and kid was pretty solid too uh duncan pender hughes and they kept the comedic energy up and the chemistry was, was uh really solid between them. Um, and it presented, yeah, the story presented itself. So there could be fun situations and fun jokes. And I thought it was successful and that, and being something that really represents the time period in which it was made, but totally. also not, yeah, not, hold itself to some of the negative aspects of comedies at at that time you brought up at the beginning of this conversation, like it is not an overtly mean movie and there's Mm -hmm. the commentary on it and how the movie feels about even the more reprehensible people in the movie is all catering to make you laugh at, at the end of the day with this movie. And it's not trying to get too bogged down with some, yeah, some of the harsher realities that, that you might think about with the school system or or uh or whatever which else okay, yeah damn, totally like this advanced class and all the, and then this other class is, whatever and it i I won't get in, into all that, but it's like able to have drugs and and all that stuff and still be kind of light and make fun of um those characters that are evil as well, and even those evil characters, not evil, but just like the bad guys and the antagonists. You know, I was like, like Blade, or sorry, uh, Wedge was just ridiculous, and he was not the main antagonist, but he was he was so fun to just laugh at as being a a real fool. Uh, you know, I I think I'm waffling around a tad, so I'll just get to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shit. <laughs> ah. Uh oh. I'll give it a seventy two. I'll give it a seventy two percent. I was going between sixty-five and a seventy seventy-two, and you said no. hand holding and seventy I don't I was never thinking seventy one. It was either like I don't know, it was just seventy two sounds good. I'm gonna be right there next to you. Um, yep. super solid movie as someone someone said in the reviews, like, Well, what do we put in? Someone's over and you're looking to just have a laugh. Have a half and just <laughs> just, just hey, uh, <laughs>
2: And, uh, yeah. throw,
0: throw this one in if, you know, you can't think of anything else. And even if you watch Saturday it, afternoon, like the beginning gets right in, it starts telling jokes yeah. and then you're like, Oh, this is pretty funny, but let's switch it up to something else. And we'll, maybe we'll watch it, finish it up later. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to really fault it and it's, it was, uh, it was worth it. It was, it was fun. Yeah. yeah fun movie. Um, and, uh, I hope you enjoyed us discussing it. It was a lot of yeah. fun for us uh, speaking for for Brandini here. Um, no, I I agree. And now I will introduce the next movie. <laughs> um, it's one that we mentioned last time. It's the other half of the coin that didn't get uh tossed mm-hmm. on uh on the other side <laughs> uh, last <laughs> week. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying gobbledygook at this point. Uh, <laughs> the other side. Heads, we point. kick his ass, tails, we <laughs> kick his ass. <laughs> Let's flip him. <laughs> Heads, we kick his ass, tails. So he's already getting flipped, and then we're going to. Oh, I love that He's one. getting his ass kicked. He's getting his ass kicked, that's for sure. Uh, we are going to be doing Poetic Justice. Um, this is Tupac and Janet Jackson in a movie together. Another one that I did not know about until Brandini introduced to me, uh, during the end of our mighty ducks episode. Um, and yes, this is a 34% critics rating and Rotten tomatoes and an 83% audience score. Very divisive. Um, and I'm excited to watch it. I believe it's a John Singleton joint. It
2: is, it is indeed Mm -hmm. writer, director, John Singleton. Second movie, this is the follow, uh, yeah, follow-up movie to uh, Boys in the Hood. Damn, wow.
0: All right, well, this is going to be, a, like, another one where I'm just walking in, really not knowing much besides how, like, the people involved, I guess. So, mm-hmm, um, there's that, I guess I, I kind of can extrapolate a little bit from that. Uh, but I'm excited to talk about it next week. Uh, if you care to reach out to us in any way, you can find us uh, on Twitter at Polarized Pod. You can watch us on Twitch.tv at Polarized Pod on there as well. Uh, you can send an email, pod at gmail.com. Um, if that's your cup of tea, you can leave us a rating, a review, um, and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. is really nice as well. Um, true pleasure. Brandini, anything you'd like to share with the polar bears out there
2: yeah, keep on uh keeping on. Can we do one last polar bear call
1: <laughs> no, you got it do it i can't I can't hear you.
0: There it is. All right. On the- it's because yeah. Anyways, it was a very. It was very faint. I could. It was like all the Arctic winds were were going. I just heard a distant, <sighs> distant, Brandini polar bear calling out to either fight or fuck. Or, 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: I couldn't tell. Uh huh. Yeah. It's the same coin. Heads <laughs> <laughs> we fuck. Tails we fight. That, that's. Put that in a movie. That sounds like something somebody would say. <laughs> it could be in our, our movie next Maybe that's
0: that's just that's just how our movie next week starts. That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Janet Jackson and Tupac are just like flipping coins.
2: Flipping coins left and
0: right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Adios. Yeah. Adios. We'll see you next time, everyone. We love you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.